0: Hi, welcome to Almost Cooperstown. I'm Mark. And this is Gordon, and we love talking about baseball. There have been
1: 304 no-hitters in baseball over the past roughly 130 years, so that even precedes what we call the modern era in 1900, the most recent of which was pitched by Lucas Giolito, of the Chicago White Sox just a couple of weeks ago.
0: I mean, yeah, and it was a pretty impressive one. He struck out like 12 or 13. It was like I had like 100-something pitches. It was a dominant no-hitter, which you don't get that often.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, in researching this uh, episode, I looked at, I think, the there's Baseball Almanac has a guy who threw 58 pitches, threw a no-hitter on 58 pitches. That's not the accepted record in Major League Baseball. I think it's more like 80, and I and I can't remember the player. But to throw a no-hitter on 58 pitches.
0: Yeah, yeah I mean, that would be a whole lot of records. And it was in the 40s. So. Yeah, but how many in- <clears throat> was that game.
1: Uh, that's a good point. I don't know if it was a full 9 inning game and, and you bring up a great point because prior to 1991, a no-hitter had to be a completed game, which means there are 5 inning rain no-hitters, there you know you could, you know, have be rained out after 7 innings or whatever it would be. And so 31 no-hitters were wiped off the books because that year they changed the rule that's to say of, you had to pitch 9 innings.
0: There's probably a guy or two in there like like because like, one of the things I remember, you know, when we were doing the prep for this show we were talking about it, is like that would even Wipe out a guy that like... Had a no hitter through eight, but his team was down and they were the away team, so he just never even gets a chance to pitch the ninth inning. Well, well that's like well, the one guy I feel bad for in that circumstance. And
1: and and you know we're here to talk about the worst no hitters, meaning a performance that the pitcher probably himself would say, yeah. I, in fact, you'll find this to be, to be true. Some of the pitchers are like, yeah, I don't even really like thinking about that as a no hitter. Well, it's like, just, just people, what happened.
0: People have lost no hitters yes, before. Yes, just more think about than that. Once. The other team doesn't get a hit; they don't record a hit, and you lose the game. Now, there have been 23 perfect
1: games in history, um, and I don't think either one of us would do anything but, you know, bow and tip your cat to somebody who
0: pitches a perfect game. You can get lucky, but uh, that's tough to do. You can throw a messy no-hitter. You can't really throw a messy perfect game. Just look at the name. It's a perfect game. There's not a lot that can go wrong during it. So um, we're going to kind of go down a list
1: uh, that was put out by Major League Baseball uh, and their ranking. I-, I don't know if I want to rank them. I just like talking about the fact that these guys went out there. And some of the names, you know, you'll remember. And some of the names
0: are pretty obscure, actually. Yeah, some of the guys I've – like, and, and not just counting like guys that were born, you know, like a decade or not even a decade, like a century before I was. Right, you know, right, it's right. like – it's like it's kind of hard at that point, but you know there are people from back there. That you're like, oh wow, yeah, that is a pretty miserable performance, despite throwing a no hitter.
1: So uh, you asked me a question before um, uh, the the episode, this episode started, just about um, both leagues,
0: right? Was this- Oh yeah, so it was actually a cool little piece of trivia, and it was uh, I found this out. I think it's just interesting because of the guys, three of them I know pretty much everybody could get. So there have been five pitchers. Major League history that have thrown a no-hitter in both the American League and a National League. Now, one of them is pretty obvious. Right, because Nolan Ryan had a long career in both leagues. Yeah, so Nolan Ryan. He had seven no-hitters. And he had seven <laughs> no-hitters. So Nolan Ryan's pretty much guaranteed to be on that Sandy list.
1: Sandy Koufax, I think, had four, but he only pitched for the Dodgers, so certainly not him. Not him. Britain, mm. not Sandy. I, I remember... Okay, so... Because th- this guy, and I i don't remember the game because I was a little kid, Jim Bunning, who be- went on to become a senator from Pennsylvania, he pitched one against the Mets, a perfect game on Father's Day in 1964, and I think he pitched one in the American League too.
0: You are correct. Oh, okay. he well. Was, he was the one that I wasn't... Because sh- I just don't really have a frame of reference. He's a Hall of Fame pitcher. I wasn't sure. So that's why like, he was the one that I wasn't sure on because I, I just don't know him particularly well. And then if I were to go down, I... I there's two more pretty obvious ones. Yeah. Um, I could give you a major hint that gives it away. Okay, okay. He's got an award named after him. Uh, oh, oh, that guy. Okay, yes. Well,
1: yeah, I guess that's right. He is in the modern era. Cy Young. Uh, true, actually, uh, True Young. I think his
0: first name was Denton True Young. He, he threw one actually, for the Cleveland Spiders. Uh, and yes. then he threw one for the Boston Americans and the Red Sox. Well, the Americans became the Red, the Red Sox. Sox. So he threw one before they were the Red Sox. So there's two guys left. One of them, we were, we, not part of the show. We were actually just talking about him recently. And we were talking about his pitching mechanics and where his foot was falling. Oh, Randy Johnson. Yes. He threw one for the Mariners and the Diamondbacks. Now this last one, last one, I don't think you could get. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a name you'll know. And you'll be like, oh wow. I didn't even know he had two no hitters. Yeah, I, well, obviously you're you're the. One. I'm so confident that I could probably give you the tea. I, I don't I don't think I'm gonna get this. The teams were for the Dodgers and the Red Sox. The Pedro Martinez. Nope. Same error though. <sighs> God, I thought I had that one. Hideo
1: I, Nomo. Hideo Nomo also pitched for our Mets. Oh,
0: but you didn't never no hitters. What I didn't even realize he had two no hitters. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. He was, uh, he was quite the uh, pitch when He came. Okay, um, so let's let's talk about the lousy ones, right? And, oh, yeah. And, and there's a there's a pretty long list. Why, why don't you go first, and we'll. Well, kind
0: I, I think this is who they ranked as I, I, the inter- as the worst one, and interestingly enough, it actually falls into the category of I don't think it's counted anymore because it's an eight inning no hitter. Oh, but it happened, you know. It happened in 1992. Okay. That was Matt Young pitching for the Red Sox against the Indians. He threw 8 innings. So it's not it's not and it's
1: funny cuz that would be MLB is doing this but yeah. after they changed the after rule. After the changes.
0: But it's just it's just such an, an unofficial official no-hitter, but it's a pretty nutty game. Go ahead. Through 8 innings, gave up 2 earned runs, which is impressive when you think about it. he didn't give up a hit. Uh walked 7 and struck out 6 and gave up 6 stolen bases. 6 stolen bases. So basically what they were saying is, is that just like all game they were just running around on them. Like, And the only reason he didn't end up pitching the ninth was because the Indians were up one nothing already and the Red Sox were the away team. So he's the kind of guy that technically threw a no-hitter and you kind of feel bad for him because it's not like – it's not his fault his team didn't score. But I think he's also a guy who acknowledged that he doesn't
1: even like talking about that because he didn't really feel like it was a special game they lost, you know, and all that.
0: Exactly. And, you know – he was just like but they didn't get any hits and the game's over. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, what's like he's like I did everything that I can do. <laughs> we didn't win, so that's and, all. And, but everybody has that idea that a no-hitter or a perfect game has that moment where you either have that last strikeout or that last out and then the pitcher jumping up and down on the mound. I guess a lot of these guys probably were. Well, and and the second guy
1: I I think is still pitching. I think he's still got – just recently got a contract, and he's pitched for a bunch of teams in his career. Oh, yeah. He was Uh, all over the place. This was back in 2010. 149-pitch gem, of course. Uh, Edwin Jackson of the Diamondbacks uh, did pitch nine innings. Full complete complete no-hitter. Right. And, and he, he only had one, he had one hit by pitch and six strikeouts. And it was just, you know, he, he threw so many
0: pitches through three innings. It was hard to believe uh, that he could actually make it through yeah, the game, especially because he somehow got himself into a situation where he had the bases loaded and nobody out. And he got out of that, you know, he was able to, I think he got like a line drive out and then he got two ground balls to somehow get out of a bases loaded with, you know, in the third inning with nobody out. And I think through three, he had like, what, like 70 pitches then? So if anyone can imagine, he's got 70 pitches through three innings. So you're thinking about warming up a relief pitcher. At that point, yeah. Even though he hasn't given up an out yet and it's still, you know, he hasn't given up a run, you're thinking, oh God, 70 pitches, you know, maybe if we're lucky, he can get to like the sixth inning.
1: But he flipped the switch and then retired 13 out of 14 uh, and got all the way to the ninth thinning uh so you know he 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 you know 149 pitches well and he's still pitching which is interesting because i, I i'm sure johan santana is not on this list the first no hitter for the, the mets um and he threw 140 pitches and was never the same pitcher terry collins still rues the day he that he left him out there
0: and it, though i think you could argue that maybe santana's kind of does belong on this list considering Belt that guy totally had a hit on him. Yeah, that was yeah. totally a hit. I, I was I'll not. I'll take it. I was watching it. It's the only Mets hitter in recorded no hitter in recorded history. But it was it was very much a fair ball down and, the left field. And didn't
1: line. Mike Baxter run into the wall and get you know injured? But made a great catch. Made an unbelievable play to save that game. Yeah, yeah. So uh and but but it is something that you know when you leave a guy out there. And in fact, what you may not know is, out of all the teams in Major League Baseball, there is only one team. Mm-hmm. That does not have a no-hitter since the Mets finally got one with Santana back in 2012. I have no idea who it okay. is. Okay. It is a team that's been around for 50 years. AL or NL? It is a National League team. So it's not a new team. It's, it's well, 50 years. I guess just certainly not a new team. The Rockies? The Rockies are more recent than that. More recent. They're 90, they started in 93. So I don't know. So it is the San Diego Padres. Interesting. So they're the only team in Major League Baseball that has never had a no-hitter. So And they are the,
0: also the only NMLB team that's given up a home run to Bartolo Colon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and they've never won a World Series. So we're not jumping on the Padres, by the way. We're having a great season this year. Uh, but the point is, is that when when Santana was left in to finish that game, the Mets' inability to ever have a no-hitter after their own 50 years of existence... It meant something. Yeah. Getting
0: that no-hitter meant
1: yeah, something. Yeah, And it, and, and, and Santana will of, probably tell the same thing. To the
0: fans, to the organization, to the team, getting that no hitter was a big deal.
1: And as uh, all Met fans, uh, you know, bow our heads in a little sadness uh, this week with the passing of Tom Seaver, who had, when I was a kid, one of the most famous one hitters um, of all time uh, against the Cubs uh, on July 9th, 1969, giving up a soft single to left field, clean hit to Jimmy Qualls. No one ever remembers Jimmy Qualls unless you're a <laughs> Met fan. Um, and that ended up being a one-hitter. And Siever never pitched one for the Mets, but he did pitch pitch one for the Chicago White Sox
0: and then you feel bad because you have a guy like that goes out and turns into what was a no hitter worthy performance actually it was the Reds (laughs) uh, then you have a guy like AJ Burnett who you know had a no hitter through all nine innings but he walked nine hit three guys He, he was just
1: a pitcher who, you know, like had potential his whole career. And I guess when you throw a no-hitter, that might have been realized. But I always felt he, you know, kind of was given a little bit more credit for being a better pitcher than he actually was.
0: He, he was a guy you always dreamed of if he could just put it together for an actual full. And he was also hurt all the time.
1: Yeah, yeah. And there's no question about that. So another guy in this list is a guy you've already talked about in one of our prior episodes. Uh, and that is one Doc Ellis. Because
0: well, it's the most – it's the reason why you talk about Doc yeah, Ellis. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, I, I guess because it's just a no hitter, um, and you know it was a two nothing game. The Pirates beat the Padres, uh, and and so other than that, you know he he had trouble throwing strikes in that game because I guess the plate looked like a balloon or something like that. Um, but he got through nine innings, and I'm not really sure why this is on that list in terms of it being that weird a no hitter because I don't think there was any particular. I mean, he did walk eight.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, that's how. That, that's amazing. And he hit a guy. So when you when you put on you nine, nine guys onto
0: the base runners, I mean, I guess in some ways these are indictments of how anemic some of these offenses are that they could get nine free base runners and not manage anything.
1: So uh six strikeouts though, and
0: uh, he pitched at least all nine innings, so that one counts. Yeah. Then you got another one here, who's another one that you know from this list, where I feel like this this is a this is a cheeky one because it's only a five inning one, and so I feel like it's kind of hard to talk about it in the same even as like the rarefied airs as the other not so great no hitters. Well, I mean, by
1: today's standards, that would have been one of the thirty one that was wiped out. Yeah,
0: and I think it's just like this was even recorded as a perfect game, and I, I think what's more interesting is that. So this was a game in 1984 between the Expos and the Cardinals and the Cardinals started accusing the pitcher David Palmer of throwing a mystery pitch during this game. They couldn't figure out like what he was throwing during Bring this. Bring back game. the spitball maybe. And so they're like how can you and so they were just like they didn't know if it was a spitball or what and it's just interesting that there was just like this one game where they're like what is he doing out there? And they couldn't figure it out and it was working for him. He had a perfect game through 5.
1: Right, what what erased that memory that same year, uh, later that year, September 30th, Mike Witt um, threw a perfect game. Uh, and throwing the perfect game that was like okay le-
0: legit no hitter for that season
1: and it kind of wiped away david palmer's you know not you, impressive you, you, feet. you
0: are uh, the only thing you're remembered for is throwing a five innings of perfect ball
1: so on the list is um a- another game and and when it happens in these leagues that you know aren't aren't the american or the national league but still pro, so they could i guess it's considered major league baseball ed lafitte of the brooklyn tip tops <laughs> uh, you know versus the kansas city packers uh september 19th 1914 so this is when we were talking about the Federal League and, and other leagues. So these were other leagues that were going on. So these were major league teams, if you will. And, and the Tip Tops won 6-2, to two, which is a very odd score for a no-hitter.
0: And he gave up two unearned runs, but, you know, he did walk seven. Yeah. <laughs> and and the
1: the achievement, they say, was some, uh, somewhat tarnished by the fact that the visitors scored two runs against him. But there was no question about the absence of a base hit in, of any description. I, I love the way that's written.
0: I actually think of what's even funnier is... It's funny about the story is that apparently there was actually contention about whether to leave him in to finish it because this was actually game one of a doubleheader. And they were like, do we leave him in? Because there was some consideration for him just pitching the second game of the doubleheader because that's what you used to do back and then. those
1: guys did. It's right. The guys did pitch two games in a doubleheader for sure. For sure. Um, another one uh, that I remember this pitcher, and it happened in, in 1969. Ken Holtzman of the clubs, a lefty. The The, uh, the who? Ken Holtzman of the club of the Cubs of the Cubs. Okay. Right? He said the
0: clubs. And I was confused for a second there. I was
1: thinking lefty, right? Cubs, clubs. Um, and he was, was quite a good pitcher and he basically just threw a fit, a fastball and he beat the Braves and, and Henry Aaron was still on those Braves at that time. And somehow Aaron hit a, a, a shot in the game late in the game and it didn't go out. Holtzman pitches a no hitter. Um, I don't think it's anything particularly spectacular. It's the only time somebody has thrown a no-hitter since 1923 without a strikeout. So
0: maybe that's, that's the only notable thing that I think that's what actually that makes game. it impressive is that to get a no-hitter without throwing a strikeout, I mean, you, you're not a very dominating pitcher. So you're just getting them to hit them right at your guys pretty much all day. And then I think we've actually mentioned this guy before on our podcast because, you know, this, this, this is Johnny Vandermeer who is obviously known for being the only guy to throw two cons- – Johnny Double No-Hit Vandermeer was exactly. his Exactly, the only guy to throw two no-hitters right right and and that was the um so the second one wasn't great he kind of walked eight but at that point nobody cared because he was throwing back-to-back no hitters and you just don't do that
1: and as we talk about that game i recall that it was the first night game ever at ebbets field um so that's kind of interesting uh, only because it's harder to see the the lights let's just say in 1938 at the baseball stadiums weren't quite as good so the opportunities to pitch no hitters you know depending on the quality of the lighting probably was a little bit greater
0: this next one i'm not this next one i'm not sure quite because this kind of qualifies in my mind as just being like how did this guy manage to put this start together because i don't think i've ever heard of him outside of this one start it was chris heston for the giants in 2015 against our new york mets and i mean the dude comes out of nowhere has never done it before there was nine innings strikes out 11 only hitting one guy Or three guys. He hit three guys. He hit three guys. Well, he didn't get any bats, but he hit three guys. Yeah. I mean, but other than that, that's a pretty good
1: day. And he beats Syndergaard. And you might think it's unusual that a rookie pitched a no-hitter, but in fact, there are 22 no-hitters that have been pitched by rookie pitchers since 1901, uh, Chris Heston being the most recent of those. And you wonder if rookie pitchers maybe aren't as quite aware as what's going on. They're just out there you know, pitching in their first season, trying to you know, get a win somehow. Uh, and maybe they're just not as
0: aware uh, during the game. The idea that any pitcher wouldn't know that they're throwing a no hitter is laughable. I'm sorry.
1: Right, right. Because, you know, when you watch a guy throw a no hitter uh, in the past, not so much now, but it was really like they, nobody would sit next to him on the bench.
0: You couldn't say, hey, that, you got a no hitter going. But, like, you like can't- that's fine. I can understand, like, hey, let, leave him in. He's in his zone. But the idea that the pitcher himself isn't like, oh, you're going to surprise him by, by the way, you know, you're throwing a no hitter today. And he's just going to be, like, clueless about it. No, it never happened. Yeah, yeah, I don't think
1: it happens anymore. Although pitchers still talk about times that they weren't looking at, they look up at, the, at, the, at the
0: scoreboard. I don't believe I don't believe that there's no because because to me if you're saying that that means you're not even aware of what's going on in the game around you
1: so does 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 pitching a no-hitter in that case
0: is it lucky to a certain degree or you know? I think there'll always be a degree of luck to it just because there seems like there's one amazing play in almost every really amazing no-hitter like some guy makes a you know a standout defensive play and there's also probably just you know You know, look at the one where you were just talking about him with uh, Ken Holtzman. He grooves a fastball, right, to Hank Aaron. And on any other day, Hank Aaron puts that in the stands. And it was super windy that day, and it just gets knocked down. So I think no matter what, there's always a degree of luck to it. I don't think it's a luck-based achievement, but – you're always going to have to have some breaks go your way. So so a pitcher who's
1: on this list uh, also is a former Yankee pitcher uh, named Andy Hawkins. I think he pitched for the Padres as well, Uh, back in 1990. So this is before the changeover, and that's a good thing because Hawkins, not only did he not pitch nine innings, he only pitched eight –
0: Gave up four runs. The Yankees lost four to nothing. So that <laughs> it's impressive to lose a game in which you threw no hit ball for eight innings and you lose it to nothing. <laughs>
1: and and so, you know, Andy Hawkins, however, gets talked about, right? Here's a guy who had a relatively unremarkable career who is on the list because he threw uh, probably the what could be the worst no hitter before they changed the rule, if you want to look at it that way, of all time losing four nothing. He's going to be able to talk about the fact that he lost a four nothing no hitter in the major leagues.
0: Hey, sure, you'd probably rather much talk about winning a no-hitter. Yeah,
1: that's that's true. <laughs> and
0: throwing a legit one since he only threw eight innings.
1: So which team do you think has the most no-hitters?
0: So this is where I want to throw out like some kind of cheeky guess, like the Astros or the Rangers, just because mm-hmm. I know Nolan. you got to or- think history.
1: All right, so Dodgers would be, I feel that like. That would be correct, and it's by a fairly significant uh, just margin. Just because
0: immediately right at the top of my head, I know Kofax has four for them, and I know now, because we just talked about him, Hideo Nomo has one for them. So immediately, you're starting off with five for the Dodgers. A- and the legacy,
1: and we've talked about the Dodger team name legacies in the past, right? So the Brooklyn Atlantics, Brooklyn Grays, Brooklyn Bridegrooms, Brooklyn Grooms, Brooklyn Superbas, Brooklyn Trolley Dodgers, Brooklyn Robins, Brooklyn Dodgers, Los Angeles Dodgers. That's the the chain of names for that team over the years, what they were called, so you can go back all the way to the
0: Brooklyn Atlantics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you, when you've been around that long, when you've right. been a staple of
1: baseball, so that's for, before 1900. By yeah, the way, this it, this list is is the aggregate list.
0: And so if you're going to start going all the way back there, you just have to drop off teams that have come in past, especially past World War II, just because they don't. They, you're missing thirty to fifty years of history for a lot of them. Then,
1: so basically, all those top teams, the, the Dodgers with twenty six, far far ahead of everybody else. Uh, G. Lee. Just put the White Sox ahead of the Red Sox. That's the 19th no-hitter in White
0: Sox history. The Red Sox have 18. The Giants have 17. I'd be interested to see if there's like a cliff in that list where like you have this like a tier of like all these teams that have like a bunch of them, and then it just drops down to every team having, like, well,
1: two it, or one. It, 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 it basically, it's longevity, and when you think about it, because the franchises that have been around the longest, the Cincinnati Reds have 16, the Cubs have 15, the Indians have 14, the Braves, you know, all these teams, the Phillies. So you, but you, then you got
0: a team like the Mets that have been around since, like, what, 61, and they only have one.
1: Well, you bring up a great point, because all the other teams, the Athletics have 13, but the Astros have 13. They have
0: more than the Yankees.
1: That's because they had Nolan Ryan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they throw seven that does except that he didn't throw them all for the Astros
0: no but you're gonna get a leg up when he threw like what at least two or
1: three of them for you exactly exactly so you know I it's it's not that it's there's a certain amount of good fortune to to throw a no hitter, and then you can have the no hitter that wasn't, which we talked about briefly, um, with our friend Mr. Galarraga and the call at first base that,
0: uh, well, that caused a perfect game. That was right? a
1: perfect game. You're right. You're right. So we're not going to get into the ones that just and then, and got away. Many, and
0: how many no hitters have been lost? With like, wasn't there one between the Yankees and the Red Sox where like, Carl, Ever- I think it was Mike Messina had either no hitter or perfect game with two outs in the ninth inning, and Carl Everett got a single. To break up the perfect game or the no hitter, I remember that pretty You know, late early two thousands or late nineties.
1: And we and we talked about Harvey Haddix's perfect game into the eleventh inning in an earlier episode that they ended up losing
0: on on a home run uh, by Joe Adcock. Yeah, I wonder. How, I wonder if there have been other no hitters like that, that where like a guy had no a no hitter through nine innings. Jim neither, Maloney, uh, neither team the Reds. Had
1: scored, so it just kept going. Yep, Jim Maloney pitched into the tenth inning, and so he pitched the 9 inning no hitter. So would that go as in a major league official no hitter by these standards? Well, I don't Probably. know because
0: if he kept pitching, that's that's where it gets. He did. He pitched into the tenth inning, but he kept pitching. What if they had pulled him after the ninth inning with the no hitter? Now he's got the no hitter and well, cap. if
1: the rule is nine innings. Right? That's, a no you know, hitter, a, right, that's a no hitter, and and I think that that's kind of fair. I mean, how long do you want the guy
0: to and, pitch? And then do you count? Or, or now, this is just you, you know, know purely conjecture. Do you count? Combined no hitters. Are those a specialty? No, there's like yeah, Billy Wagner had a weird one with
1: Octavio Dotel and the Astros had, I remember, you know, like five pitchers. Yeah, to, and it was like they,
0: they, they, it was against the Yankees and they threw like a b- billion pitchers out there. And no, no, that's I not enough. It's not the same. And it's unfortunate because a relief pitchers can never have that kind of shining moment in the same respect that, like, oh, you know, it, you, But you know what? That's the curse of being not the starting pitcher. You can get the glory sometimes.
1: I'm reading a, a really interesting book now by Tyler Kepner, uh, Baseball in Ten Pitches. And one of the things that, that comes out of that and, and makes me think about no hitters going by the wayside is that the future of pitching is likely to be three inning pitchers that throw – Balls to the wall for as long as they can, and they get out of there. Going to throw forty-five pitches every three days, mm-hmm. okay? And you're just going to give them your best, and you're just going to bring them back. And that the whole way of having the starter who's got to wait five days to pitch again because he or forty because he needs rest you know, that could go by the wayside because you simply can't put stuff in the bank like you used to be able to and not throw your your hardest pitch. And
0: all you would also think about it this way: if you're if you're the if you're the New York Mets and you have the option to have Jacob Degrom pitch. The same number of innings, but in 60 games instead of 40 you probably have a better chance to win yeah, you probably need though you
1: know another 11 guys on the staff named jacob de and that's the well, problem yeah you with that. you
0: you give, you give any staff 11 guys named jacob de gram <laughs> you're going to be doing pretty well so I, I i the point i was trying to make is that
1: i, I think you're going to see fewer and fewer no hitters it's 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 even though they've been fairly consistently to that almost three a season over I, the history i think
0: it's the kind of thing where you'll you'll still see it because there will still be the it's already a thing that for the most part only the elite level guys ever really achieve and there will still be guys, even when you're throwing three innings. Uh, you know that's the way you're doing it. There'll still be a guy where you're like, you know what, this is a guy we can ride. He's got it today. Let's see how far he can go.
1: And particularly, if, let's say you have a freaky game where you've pitched three or four innings and you've got you know 26 pitches after the fourth inning. And you're not going like, to pull that guy
0: just for the sake of pulling him.
1: So I think that's that's kind of the way that it's going to. But it should be interesting to see if there will be. You know, there won't be bad no hitters like the
0: ones we've talked about. No, because why would you leave a guy in there? You know, you're not going to have a guy that you know throws 70 pitches in the first three innings and gets to keep going that long well um I, I did you ever pitch a no-hitter
1: in any uh, at any uh, level that you can remember
0: can i call it an unofficial no-hitter because uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. because i remember one very particular one where uh it's, it's not a no-hitter because there was an error at second base and then well, the next... well,
1: that's got nothing to do with being a no-hitter well, it then still the can very be next one.
0: pitch and my frustration i gave up a home run oh, well that's not a no-hitter then <laughs> but it was a perfect game outside of that well, i was I... amazing that yeah, game the, i struck out like 10 you
1: know what that's called almost
0: yeah <laughs> Called a very good start. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform. And you can follow us on Twitter at almostcoop.